This is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. I see the sunrise in the morning And a million stars at night I hear the birds, they can't stop singing Hallelujah I see His goodness when I fall down And His grace that picks me up Every day I can't stop singing hallelujah How can you not see God in every little thing Hello guys, I'm here today with Janet Hunsinger. She is a wife, a mother, and a very devout Christian. She is also a life coach that focuses on personal financial coaching. With Janet's guidance, she teaches individuals and families on best practices to help people when it comes to their money. Because she is a Christian disciple, Janet incorporates the teaching of the Bible and what God says about money to give insight and wisdom. Janet is also a coordinator for the Financial Peace University and has led many to financial freedom. It gives Janet great joy to serve as a member of the Financial Coach Ministry team and several other areas at her local church. Janet and her husband also belong to the Global Vision Bible Church in Pennsylvania. This church has changed the trajectory of their understanding of what God can do if you just believe. Through their personal experiences, a whole new path for helping others not only with coaching, but with hope, healing, and deliverance. Now Janet has her eyes wide open for all God has planned for her. Feel free to email Janet at summerhillfinancialcoaching at gmail.com for eight new Bible verses about what the Bible says on the subject of money. Also, keep a look out for Janet's upcoming book titled Grace in Deliverance. Let's get to the show, guys. Janet Hunsinger, she is a dear friend and like a sister to me, and I am very honored to have her on the show today. Um, Janet, How are you doing today? I am very well, thank you. I'm glad, I'm very glad that you came on the show to tell your story, and basically that's what we do here. We tell stories about people's lives and give God glory, right? That's right, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, it's just unbelievable, your story, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. So basically, tell us who Janet Hunsinger is. So, I am a wife, I'm a mother, I am a Christian, um, I love Jesus, I also am a, a life coach that focuses on personal finance. Awesome. All right. Well, um, your journey is, is incredible, and like I said, I can't wait for everybody to hear it. But tell me something, what is a financial coach? You said you're a life coach, financial coach, what, what is that? Yeah, so a financial coach comes alongside individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people are hard workers, so I help them 
plan where their money goes. Um, there's so many people in debt today. They take out loans, they got car loans, student loans. Um, I help them pretty much plan where their, where, their, where their money goes and how they should spend it wisely instead of like wondering where it went at the end of the month. Right. So basically you help them to plan for the future or week to week or what is that? Yeah. So pretty much month, like a monthly budget. You give, mm-hmm. you give first, you save, then you pay for your, your housing, your transportation, your utilities, your food, and then help plan where you don't need to go in debt. You save um, instead of going into debt and taking out loans. Right, because a lot of times you get your money and you just go and spend it, and before you know, it, you got nothing left because you didn't really plan for that, for that, mm-hmm. you know, saving of stuff too. So, okay, yeah. I get it. All right, um, what made you get start to get into that? What what made you want to do that? Because so I, I know you one, had another job, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was one of those in college. Um, went to that table that had the uh, hey, get a free T-shirt and get a get a credit card. So I did that probably like five times. And I should not have. Nobody told me not, nobody told me not to do that. So in college, I had the credit cards. I was like, ooh, you know, and I would, I would spend. And no one told me not to. Years later, it just snowballed and I always had debt. So even getting into when I got married, um, my husband and I had five credit cards. We had a car loan. We had my student loans yet. And then we learned the proper way to pay off debt. Um, we followed, I'm a Ramsey preferred financial coach. Um, I got training through, uh, Ramsey solutions and we learned the right way to budget, manage our money and save instead of just making payments month after month. Um, that's where pretty much your money goes. Um, so we learned the proper way of doing it, followed the steps and we have not had debt since, since about 2019. Um, and our money just goes into savings and into giving. So it's, it's. So for it's so freeing. It's just fabulous. It's a win-win situation. I mean, you just can't beat that. And I think if more people knew about that, they'd be doing it. They don't know, right? Yeah. So you got to get your word out there. So we're going to tell everybody how to get a hold of you when the show is over. Um, how do you incorporate the teachings of the Bible into what you do? I, I, I remember you said that in your bio. How do you do that? Yeah, so the Bible does say a lot about finance, and I have even a a card here that I like to to give out um, explaining what does the Bible say about going into debt? What does it say about co-signing loans? What does it say about saving, planning, giving to your children? Um, so yeah, it's it's biblical. It's biblical wisdom with with coaching. Yeah. Oh wow! See, I would have never ever thought that. God and and what he says about uh, money would would be involved in something like that. I mean, I didn't even know he said anything about money. Oh, yeah. Proverbs. If you read Proverbs, it's full of financial wisdom. Wow. Okay. I like to break it down into like different categories. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you you belong to a church and it's called Global Vision Bible Church, right? It's in PA. Yep. No, it's not. Well, so I, I go to a local church here. Uh-huh. I found another church about four years ago uh, online, and I like the teachings and the the philosophy and the the boldness of the pastor. So we've been following him and listening to him for years now. Yeah, oh. yeah. They're based out in Tennessee, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Yeah. And how did you hear about him or this church? Virtually, 
Um, I think through a gentleman, uh, Mark Taylor, I forget who, who I was listening to another podcast had mentioned him. I was like, oh, I'm going to go check him out and haven't missed it. <laughs> I haven't missed a week since. Yeah. And what is this church all about? So it was a, it was a small church, um, it had a small chapel and all about teaching and um, healings and deliverance and, and um, just boldness. I like going to church here in, in, in our town. Um, but then so many people leave and still are suffering. They, they have their struggles every week and they, they, they keep coming back, but you see, you see them, the people struggling, uh, global vision does something different where not different, but they just teach what the Bible says. And a lot of times there is, Jesus was controversial. So this pastor just goes right with it. Just what Jesus says, Jesus flipped tables. Um, I like that kind of bold teaching. So that's why I love listening to him. Yeah. And, and you're right. Jesus, uh, I mean, he hung out with bad people and, and he, you know, uh, like sinners more and, um, yeah, he was all about healing and, and you're right. He, he definitely went against the grain and that's what you're saying. You like about this church. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And um, I know one thing that I noticed going to church, um, it's almost like, and this sounds a little crazy, but tell me if I'm right or wrong. Some churches, I'm going to say all, but some churches, they don't like sinners. <laughs> that sounds We're crazy. Sinners, right? <laughs> right? right? So that's religion. That's religion. <laughs> yeah. And, and it seems like some of them, like I said, not all of them, it's a little judging going on, you know? And um, how, in my opinion, how can people heal and get better and get closer to God if they're feeling like they're being judged? What do you think? Right, so the church is for sinners. You don't have to be cleaned up, dressed up, in your fancy clothes, you come as you are. That's how a church should be. Come I as agree. you are. Jesus accepted all the sinners, he loved them. He didn't want to hang out with the religious people. Um, he wanted to hang out with the sinners, the worst of the worst, you know, the tax collectors. And he did. And he 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 taught them and ministered to them. And that's what a church should be. It should be come as you are. And if you leave church unchanged, then then you miss something. Um, Jesus changes people. Absolutely changes people. Yeah. And he also said, um, "I am not here." to judge you. I am here to save you, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can remember that in these churches, you know, cause I love church cause I feel renewed when I go to church. But like I said, some churches, they have this thing where um, they're only looking for perfect people and uh, you know, perfect Christians, so to speak. And, and that's unwelcoming. Like people don't want to go. And I think that's why people are getting away from church. Do you, do you think I'm right about that? Or I absolutely do agree with you that that's, that's religion. And we're not, Jesus didn't create religion. He created love, um, salvation. Um, that's what Jesus is all about. So Jesus is different from religion. And that's where we have to, we might, the churches that I go to is non-denominational man created religion. They have the rules, the regulations. Jesus came to set people free, not to follow all these rules, just to be, to be absolutely free. Oh, yeah. I was just telling somebody the other day, um, 
the Catholic religion, because I was raised Catholic, um, you can't go, you can't pray to God unless it's through a priest. And you can't get communion unless you um, confess your sins. Like you cannot go up for communion unless you went to confession. So, I mean, I'm sure there's people that do, but but that is like their ritual, you know? So um, this church, it does, it sounds awesome. It sounds, you know, really different. And where would people find it? You said on, online? Online, Global Vision Bible Church, yeah. Um, and another reason why I love them is because they give away 80% of the money that comes in. Um, they give to ministries, they opened an adoption foundation where they'll help couples adopt adopt a baby. There's a lot of fees when it comes to adopting a, you know, a, a child. Um, so they help parents with that. They have a homeless ministry where they go out and feed the homeless and help them, help them get on their feet. Um, and that's why I, I absolutely love them. They support other ministries all over all over the world, actually. Yeah, they're they're doing God's work. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. oh, the boldness, the the giving. It's the most giving church I've ever heard of. Giving 80 percent of their funds away and every week. They announce where their funds are going to, and it's always to help somebody else. It's not to, you know, get their jet fuel. You know, just to ha have fancy cars. Um, yeah. So it's I absolutely, absolutely love what they do for for others. Yeah, it sounds incredible. So. Okay, so uh, you told us about the church. It sounds awesome. Um, like I said, we're going to get that information at the end of the show. Um, and this church, it focuses on, like you said, healing, giving people hope, and deliverance. Now, when you say deliverance, what does that mean? For I mean, I think I've seen a movie called Deliverance, and it wasn't about... <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what basically do they do they mean when they say, or do you mean when they say when you say deliverance? What does that mean? So the way I mean, just from my experience in in the Gospels, there is the Lord's Prayer, where um, Jesus says, "Well, you say Jesus taught us how to pray," and in there he mentions, you know, you say, "Deliver us from evil." So I've never had experience with actual deliverance or what it even meant. However, um, we had our own experience with deliverance. Um, when Jesus was, you know, he was, he rose and then he came back. And before he ascended to heaven in Mark, he had said, you know, for those who believe in my name, um, when he mentions deliverance and Jesus's ministry a third of it was casting out demons. And it's true. It's all in the Gospels. There's over 200 verses of just Jesus casting out devils. So in January of 2022, listening to this pastor, um, he had mentioned how when he was baptizing a little girl, that the little girl manifested a demon. Ooh. So for months and months, he would he was... There's a whole story. There's even a documentary out now that explains everything that uh, the church is going through. Um, it's not just this church. This is global. This is global now. Um, so the pastor, I know he was blown away by this little girl who manifested a demon. Things were spiraling after that. So for months and months, we're hearing him tell stories to his, you know, congregation. And he 
started doing mass deliverance. And what that means is people can have actual demons that can be cast out. Mm-hmm. So we're hearing this and learning about it and intrigued and like, what is this all about? We went down to Tennessee um, to visit the church in 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 June of 2022. You wanted to see firsthand what was yeah. it all about. Yeah, yeah. 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 we were going down to, to Florida to visit family. Mm-hmm. And we're like, let's hit up Tennessee on the way because we're in Pennsylvania. So it's kind of a little bit out of the way, but not, not too much. So we yeah. decided to go down, um, love the teachings. Um, so they started doing evening Sunday mass deliverance. So we're like, we're going to go to the morning service and then we're going to go to this evening mass deliverance and see what this is all about. My husband and I and my daughter. So That's what it was in. called. It was called evening mass deliverance. Well, it's mass deliverance and okay. it's held in the evening on Sundays. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so we're going in and I said to my daughter, who's 10 years old, um, we're not sure what to expect here, but, and she's familiar with them. She's seen them on TV all the time. Yeah. And yeah. So we went in and I told her like, we don't know what to expect, but the story we've been hearing of Jesus, Jesus is real and he's absolutely working. So we go in and the mass deliverance started and it was just a simple prayer inviting the, the Holy Spirit, um, inviting know Jesus and the presence of the Holy Spirit was heavy was it oh um, yes you absolutely felt so at peace um I just can't describe it mm-hmm. you have to experience it for for yourself actually so my husband and I and my daughter are, are sit are standing there and the pastor just says you know just says a prayer we're holding hands next thing you know people all around us are manifesting demons not to scare anyone or to um it was just it was an unbelievable experience and our daughter who was 10 actually manifested a demon herself oh my goodness it's been taking me a long time to tell this story because god actually wrecked wrecked me in this moment yeah absolutely wrecked me um so we felt the presence and he was just calling things out. That's not, not of God. And my daughter was in a full back bend and my daughter's not an acrobat. She's not, she was not playing around. She was something took over where she was just in a full back bend. And the pastor says, if you you know need prayer, just, you know, wave down a, a, a team member in the front and we're right in the front. So they saw what was going on with my daughter. Yeah. Um, so that the woman came over and just started talking to us and the pastor's still going on and there's a lot going on around us. I've never experienced anything like that ever. Um, so this brought on a whole new meaning of deliverance for us. Um, just to go on about our story. So my daughter's in the back bend. The woman is comes over and is praying with us and said, what did the pastor say when this happened to your daughter? And I was like, I don't know, it was just going so, he was going so fast, I'm not really sure. So they asked her, they asked, did anything traumatic happen to your daughter? Oh, she's 10, but when she was a baby, she had stage four kidney cancer. Mm-hmm. She went through you know, chemotherapy, radiation, uh, blood transfusions at eight months old. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I remember, yeah. 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 Um, so we went through a lot with that. So when she asked that, I was like, yeah, she had, you know, stage four cancer when she was a baby. So the woman just started saying spirit of pharmacia, you come out of this girl right now. And my daughter reacted 
to that. She had a spirit of pharmacia um, that was manifesting inside her. Now, those of you who don't know what pharmacia is, I was just going to ask you pharmacy from. Uh, I've done a lot of research on it. It's absolutely real. It's true. What yes, is we, what is pharmacia? What is that? Pharmacia is pharmacia. is an actual spirit. Okay. Um, that manifested, and that's where we get the word pharmacy from. Okay. So if you do the research, Satan wants people medicated. He wants people on drugs. He wants wow. people. I mean, it's a big, it's a big business. I'm not knocking medicine. Right. I'm not knocking any of that. People need medicine. However, yeah. yeah, it changed everything for me on seeing my daughter full blown manifestation of a demon due to pharmacia. And just so we're clear that when all that happened that made it real for you right i mean you watched it on tv probably right and i've never i've ne I never have this is my absolute first experience wow. um made it real and made it absolutely real so it was about 20 20 30 minutes my daughter's in a full back bend i'm looking at my husband he's looking at me because we don't know if something's going to happen to us we've been through a lot more than our 10 year old child has. So we thought, <laughs> so the woman's praying with my daughter. Her eyes are dilated. Like you, it was just, wasn't my daughter. Wow. Um, so the woman's praying with her. Um, me and my husband are waiting for something to happen to us. So 20, 30 minutes go, go by. And at the end, the, the pastor is just calling out things, calling out anything that's not godly. Um, and people all over, all over the room were just, howling and screaming and i didn't want to look around too much because i didn't want to be rude and see what was going on but i see i saw just in the, my peripheral vision stuff going on um so that was a that was just the beginning of what has has happened since then wow unbelievable it is it is absolutely unbelievable I, and it took me six months to just tell the story because i was like no one's gonna believe me i came home you know i was in tennessee came home like who the heck is gonna believe this right um, however i've learned so much studied so much reached out to other people reached out to pastors learned read studied did everything i possibly could to just to to learn more about it yeah. Well, look what happened when uh, Jesus healed the, the blind man. The, people were like, what? Absolutely. I mean, they brought his family in. They were like, how did this happen? <laughs> you know, Was he really blind? You know, so, yeah, it's like unbelievable what God can do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When I first when I was like, I, today's China's Day, I got to tell her my story. So I called you up and what did I do? I said, go to, you know, and I, I was going through the verses, I go to Mark, you know, 132, and then, and then I had you guys read it, mm -hmm. and then Mark, whatever the verses were, and, and I was like, now what's the common denominator of all these verses? And it was like, casting out demons, mm -hmm. and I was like, absolutely, and that's when I told you my story and how I've been wrecked and changed and learning and it's just it's absolutely it's absolutely mind-blowing that jesus to this day heals and delivers people to this day and now i've seen it multiple multiple times not just in tennessee it's not just a, a church in tennessee that's where it started for me and that's why i mentioned that church i've seen it now in my hometown i've seen it in surrounding communities of 
it's a it's a revival of deliverance and for those who don't understand that or don't believe that um there's been all kinds of revivals in history and there's never been a revival of deliverance and we're in it now and that's where pastor greg Locke is fantastic fantastic at explaining this um and this is where we're at it's there's multiple multiple churches now they've done so many trainings now on teaching other pastors and churches and it happened in my living room since then um it's happening everywhere and people don't realize how real jesus is and jesus wants his people he wants his people to come to him and believe absolutely um he is real and he can heal people and deliver people of something they might be might be suffering from so anxiety right. depression my our aunt has been delivered since we came home and told our story our cousin has been delivered friends i've seen people will mention the the movie that they came out with the documentary i've seen it in the theaters now and the the main thing is what's the name of that movie again come out in jesus name okay and also is it's a documentary of the whole story how it started in this church this pastor did not go out looking for deliverance it just happened it happened it was god it was all god so he put together a documentary with several other uh pastors and just told the story and shows it shows clips of people being delivered of, of demons it's it is just mind-blowing and incredible and the thing is i wanted to mention is deliverance is not happening much in churches he put this documentary together and it's happened in theaters it's happened people are being delivered of their demons in actual theaters because at the end of the documentary he did a live mass deliverance thousands and thousands of people across the country were were set free of of suffering of bondage of of, of demons and it's absolutely real yeah oh yeah definitely i believe it um i i think i told you uh the devil was after me for a long time and and i wouldn't give in and i wouldn't surrender you know uh jesus didn't either when you know in the garden of cinnamony i can't i can't say that yeah yeah and and um so i think we all can be tempted you know and sometime i think we're tempted but we don't realize it right because when we give into the flesh we're being mm-hmm. tempted right mm-hmm. and um so things i guess if you have a habit of constantly giving into the flesh or like you said medicine you know constantly taking med- I mean I remember my mom and I know a lot of people her age my mom would be 100 now but I know a lot of people her age that generation I should say they took a lot of pills they took pills to get up they took pills to go to sleep they took pills to lose weight they took pills <laughs> if they weren't weren't feeling happy you know so um and even today you know you got a lot of people addicted to pills and and there's there's so much going on with drugs and and like you said i'm not putting down med, med, medication because people you know sometimes they need it you know if they're having psychotic episodes or whatever mm-hmm. but um or like you said cancer who knows you know they might need that to get better i mean i would never say oh you shouldn't be doing that but mm-hmm. it it brings in like you said demons and we today as human beings have so many temptations you know 
And so then we become tempted and then the devil finds his way in, you mm-hmm. know, or, or the, I, I like to call him the enemy because I don't like to enemy. give him a name. Yeah. Yep, yep. And that's yep. what the, the important part. People should turn to Jesus first before they turn to medicine. Look to mm-hmm. Jesus. He does heal. He yeah. absolutely heals. I've seen, I've seen it now just through prayer. Some people suffering of, and it's, and it was gone like instantly. I could tell you story after story now, just in the past six months. People yeah. being set free. Absolutely. Did you used to think I was crazy when I tell you, oh, you don't need that medicine? Did you used to think I was crazy? Oh, I always thought you were crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're always so full of wisdom. And yeah, absolutely. This, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you are fabulous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh people oh i've taken an aspirin why are you doing that put a hot compress on your forehead remember even, i have i used to take aspirin all the time or ibuprofen you know for inflammation because i'm an athlete i'm always running and stuff i ha- I don't do it anymore i just no because you don't need it your yeah. your body and god will heal you i mean i'm not saying don't take medicine what i'm saying is don't take useless medicine i mean uh, my niece is a doctor get this. And I said, she go, Oh, I have a headache. I always have these headaches. Says, Where's your headache? In the front of my head. I said, why'd you put a hot compress on there? I said, that's your sinuses. Oh God, auntie, you're so crazy. That's <laughs> true. It's I true. know. I know. But yes, yeah, so this is great. And, and I t- truly, truly believe it. And there's people out there probably saying, what? Get out of here. That's crazy. But um, I, I probably would. I probably would as well. Had it not happened to my own daughter, I would. I would be like, "Yeah, this is crazy." Nice. But now I've seen it in person in my hometown. I've seen it in the theater. I've had friends manifest demons in a movie theater after the movie "Come Out in Jesus' Name" was shown. A pastor got up and he says, "Anyone need prayer?" And I witnessed it. A friend of mine. I've seen it again and again and again. And sure enough, he prayed with her and said, anything that's not of God, you must come out. And sure enough, she manifested a demon screaming in his face. They can't touch you because in Jesus name, they can't, they can't hurt you. They can't hurt you. They will not. They must listen to what Jesus says. And sure enough, she did. And it was remarkable. Remarkable. You could go on, you could go on and see videos of it. I, I could give you names of who to look up. Absolutely. It's absolutely real. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, 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 like Thomas said, you know, oh, I, I won't. They said, oh, Jesus came back. He, Thomas said, I'm not believing that. But there's a lot of Thomases out there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not believing that because that doesn't seem real. And I guess that's what Thomas said when they said Jesus was back. I don't believe that unless I see it from myself. But now you've seen it and you know it's real, right? Absolutely. I've been a believer since I'm about seven years old and I always, you know, felt close to God, but this puts it on a whole new level where now I've seen it and I have to tell people, I have to tell people our story. I was reluctant, you know, I was reluctant to tell this story because it was so hard. No one's going to believe me. It took me so long to, to share because it was my daughter. Um, it just took me, it took a lot. Um, when you asked me to do it, I was like, I, I don't know if I can, but I talked to God on Monday. I was like, God, <laughs> if you want me to do this, I will, I, I'll do it. And my whole 
attitude changed about it because this could help so many people. And that's Amen. the point. I thank you for the conversation you and I had. You could help people. Right. Our, our aunts suffered from severe depression. Um, our cousin, severe depression. And that's a whole nother, whole nother story for another show. But they actually went and got delivered. And you should see them now. Smiling, happy. It disappeared. And they could have their, they could share their own stories. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It's disappeared within moments of prayer. That's what's missing in the world, you know, because people have this evil inside them and they don't even know it. You know, they, they're going about their day. They, they're they not aware that something is causing them to be depressed. And I mean, you get up every morning. Isn't that a blessing? Shouldn't you be smiling? Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, sometimes I'm not sad or sometimes I'm not mad. I mean, if you think about things, you know, life piles on top of you. What I'm talking about is an inner peace. And, and if you don't have that, there's something wrong, right? Exactly. People taking the medication. There was the medication, again, for depression, anxiety. I just use those as examples mm -hmm. because it's, it's so prevalent in our society. People really are suffering. Now they don't have to. They don't have to. Jesus is real. Jesus is the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the peacemaker. And it really, it changes lives. People don't have to suffer. Turn to Jesus renounce it rebuke what you're suffering from in jesus name and be healed be healed yeah yeah and call on god's name and you'll be saved absolutely you know? yeah I now mean, deliverance is for believers uh you have to believe because if you don't believe you won't believe it <laughs> right yeah yeah so it is for basically believers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You definitely have to believe, be a believer and um, call on God and, and you know, because with, with all that, you get another mindset. You, you're not that same person. And that's why I say to you, um, I think I said to you before, when you believe and when you give your life over to Christ, that old you is dead yeah. and the new you is alive. And the new you, I'm, I'm a perfect example. I don't care who likes it that I talk about God all the time or doesn't like it. It, does, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. Because what I care about is giving glory to God and telling my story and have people tell their stories. Because that's, I told you this before also. If you remember in the Bible, it, Jesus said to the Good Samaritan, I don't want your thanks, basically. Don't tell me you're grateful. Go out and tell your story. That is going to change more lives and more people are going to come to me and more people are going to believe in the Father and it's going to grow. And that's how that's how we do it, by spreading the word, right? Exactly, exactly. And so this is part of it. I mean, believe it or not, um, I say this all the time too. I hate to sound fire and brimstone, but basically how you live your life will depend on whether or not demons will come to you or not, yeah. or whether the enemy will try to take over you. If you're constantly living in the flesh, you know, I know people, they're like, oh, I don't feel good today. Why? Why? You have your sight. 
You're able to get up and you, you have your voice to say, I don't feel good today. God is giving us so many blessings, but we're not grateful for them. Right. And people have open doors. People could be what they're listening to, what they're watching, who they're hanging out with. Open doors is how, how they come in. Yeah. So very good point. Absolutely. Yeah. You got, we got to close those doors, got to shut them down, change. You know, once, once you, once you meet Jesus, you're never the same. You'll never yeah. be the same. And for those, for the unbelievers, I mean, that's a, a great message. Jesus is real. He wants people with him in heaven. He doesn't want people suffering. He came to save the lost. And that's, yeah. that's why we're, we are here to tell our stories. Yes, it's hard to tell our stories sometimes. And I can't believe I didn't break down in, in tears because I did so many times. Most people who I told, I just, I was a wreck. I was a wreck because God wrecked me for this moment, even right now, just to yeah. share the testimony, to share the stories, to give hope to those who need healing, who need peace, who need deliverance. Everyone, from my experience now, everyone should say, hey, I want to be delivered. Say the prayer see what happens see what comes out in jesus name and live peacefully have that pain and oppression gone from their gone. life gone mm -hmm. yeah it's that oppression. pain it's oppression that sorrow yeah mm -hmm. it, it believe it or not that pain and sorrow that that's of the the enemy too i mean i was reading about that um the other day that we shouldn't have pain and sorrow somebody died for us <laughs> so that we don't have that right exactly yes exactly yeah and there's many there's many um people you can look up there's there's books that i've i've read and, and just to learn more it's just it put me on a whole new level of learning and reading and and now teaching so yeah it's it's fantastic knowledge is power right that's right girl yeah knowledge is power <laughs> Do you believe in God? That's a stupid oh question. Oh my gosh, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, so like I said, I was a, a believer since I'm a little girl. Mm -hmm. You know, read and, and walked with Jesus. Um, and I guess there was always like, not unbelief, but just was, you know, going through the motions, going to church. But I, in a sense, I there had to be more. There had to be more. And this is where we're at now. During this revival, this is the more. And there's more yet to come. There's much more yet to come. So I absolutely believe, yes, some of this, the stories in the Bible are remarkable. And you think like, he, Jesus, you know, God part of the, the Red Sea. Really? Absolutely. Once you see people manifest demons, he is the powerful. He's the God Almighty. He is everything. Absolutely. He can do anything. anything. I believe what the Bible says. Absolutely. 100%. So yes, I do believe in God. <laughs> And I believe he also puts people in our lives. And I'm so grateful for you for being in my life. I'm so glad he did that because who knows where I'd be today. Who knows? I was like, what, 25, 25 years ago? Yeah. I was this feisty black girl. You were like, who the heck is that? <laughs> Love you since day one. Amen. That's <laughs> the for real. The most honest person you could ever meet. <laughs> yeah. Brutally. Brutally. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wh what does your walk look like? I mean, it, wh what is your walk with God? What does it look like? 
if you could tell somebody who doesn't believe today, what does your walk like look like? So even before I open my eyes in the morning, I just I thank God for where I'm at, for all He's done, and to lead me during my day. I cannot get out of bed and do my day myself. I'd mess it all up. It would be a disaster. And even my business, as an example, there is no way that Janet opened up her own business. I would never be able to do that on my own. Every morning, I just say, God lead my day. And he absolutely does. It's like the alerts go off if you feel like you're going, you're straying a little bit. Nope, get back online and whichever way you're, you're going. But he keeps you on track. And that's how, that's what I do. Just get up, God guide my day. Um, and then when I go in, to bed at night I just thank him for everything my husband and I and my daughter we pray every night together um, just giving thanks and praying for other people and it just it's just so peaceful it's just life is calm and peaceful and he has us here for a reason and the reason is to, to give testimonies to share to share what what goodness he is all around and yeah, so from the morning I, from the moment I wake up to I close my eyes at night, I'm giving thanks and asking yeah. God. Yeah, same here. I, I, I should be a little bit better on the where should I go <laughs> when I get up, but I'm definitely with the and all about the thank you because I am just so grateful, you know, for everything that God has done for me and, and the people he's put in my life and, and the people he's taken out of my life. And it yeah. just, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. It's amazing that you said that people that he's taken out of your life. Cause yeah, my friends are changing. My friends are changing. We're changing. We're different than we were a year ago. than we were, you know, five years ago than we were <laughs> six months ago definitely changing and God does put people in your life. I prayed and prayed and prayed for um, when I first moved to where we live now, like for, for friendships and God put fantastic friends within a mile radius, probably about 10 or 20 that I could just depend on, rely on and have strong friendships with, which I never would have had that had I not prayed about it. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He answers prayers too. Absolutely. He really does. Um, I, I don't I don't think there's ever been a time that I prayed for something and I didn't get it. And now people might not believe that, but it's true. And you know, um I I asked him for guidance for certain things too, because it's like like you said, I'm nobody. I, I'm a screw up, you know. <laughs> it's like if I didn't have God, I'd be a mess right now because I'm one of those people, I'm like flighty. I'll be over here and over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said we got to write down questions because I'll be like, hmm, yeah. what am I going to wear tomorrow? <laughs> What's dinner tonight, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all God's timing too. You might not get the answer right away. Right. It might be down the road. You have to be patient. If you when give everything needed. to God, it'll work out. And you're not like, oh God, you know, come on now. Show up here. I need you. It's God's timing anyway. So anyway. give it all to God. And once you give it to God, let it be and watch them work. Yeah, yeah. Watch them do incredible things. I mean, sometimes I stand back and I go, wow. Oh, I know. I know. Wow. The, the places he takes you, yeah. that you never would have gone had yeah. you not relied on him. Amen. I can't believe doing what I'm doing. I, I just can't, can't even believe it. 
Yeah. You're not the same person. I'm not. I know no. that. I know. I know you're not. You're definitely not the same person. And it shows that God is with you. Well, thank you. Yeah. So also, uh, when is the question, like you said, you believed in God when you were, you started believing God when you were seven. But when did you really start believing in him? Was it recently? More yeah, so? It was recently, like right in my face with, with deliverance, with um, our experience, with seeing other people being set free, seeing them be with the oppression being gone from their lives. Yeah. So that was June of 2022 when God wrote his face and said, I am real. It's Mm. Jesus. Jesus is real. Yep. He showed up and he (laughs) wrecked wrecked me. Like he said, Uh, my family, we're not the same. We're not the same. My daughter now, she, I overheard her witnessing to friends, tell her about Jesus, you know, go to church, learn. And I'm like, she's, she's now she's 11, but you know, she's 10 when we had this experience. Um, and just the things that she says. So yeah, God speaks to us and he really showed up June, 2022, last year. Wow. Unbelievable. My little Bella, my little oh. Bella B. <laughs> She's the sweetest, sweetest girl. She is so sweet. Oh, my goodness. And I, I can't imagine that she's sweeter, so. Oh, she is. <laughs> I, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> okay, God can work miracles. She is our girl, and everything that we went through with her since she was a tiny, tiny, tiny baby to now. I've heard someone say that God gives you your first breath. Satan tries to take your second. And that hit home with me because Isabella when she was born she cried like a a baby normally does and then her breath was gone and doctors tried to work on her for a while they took my husband out of the room I thought we were losing her Um, Satan tried to take her second breath and she came to moments seemed like an eternity later but she came and she came around so Satan Try to take her as a child. Try to take her at eight months old with the cancer. And now I rebuke everything against her. In Jesus' name, you stay away from my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so she is here with our experience we have to tell this story. We ha- absolutely have to tell her story. And yes, she's a young girl, but had we not gone through what we've gone through, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be able to tell this story. But that's where we're at. That's where God wants us. Amen. Sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> he, he knows everything and he knows what's good for us. And, you know, Hell yeah. Yep. Definitely what we should be doing. Yeah. What what was your uh God moment when God spoke to you? Now every day, every single day. <laughs> so um yeah, every single day. And he's still in subtle small words, the guidance like I spoke about. 
there's no way I would be doing what I'm doing with my with my business, helping people manage manage their money well, um, helping them. It's not only money. It's 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 life. It's life. Life is hard. Let's clean up li our lives. Let's clean up. Let's make things better. Let's get right on track. Um, and that's that's where I'm at. He, uh, he he told me to go. He told me to go. I left my job of 16 years and said, go. Go help other people. Um, so I did. I left my job, opened a, a coaching business, and it's it's been fantastic ever since. Um, had I not listened, I would still be at a job that I wasn't satisfied with. I would not be helping people. I'm in a whole whole different place now, and it's only it's two years that God gave me an opportunity to help other people. Yeah, I definitely um, want to try to get that guy on the show. So if you can um, send me his contact. I definitely want to get him on the show so he could elaborate more. I mean, um, I know you saw what you saw, but he could just get into the nitty gritty of it all. Oh yeah, he's been he's been all over um, on many many platforms. The 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 thing with Global Vision is when COVID happened, churches were being shut down, businesses were being shut down. He said, "Absolutely not! I will not close my church. People needed church more." Really? I agree. When COVID happened, yeah. churches should not have been shut down. He no. refused to shut down, and he didn't. And that's where he was criticized by the media. He actually built, there's a platform built because of the, the haters out there, the unbelievers. Um, he put a tent outside. It was a small chapel building, put a tent outside. He went through a five or six tents now because it just kept growing and growing and growing of people. Now you go, if you look up Global Vision Bible Church, you'll see the growth. He cleared acres of trees to put this massive tent up. Now you can, there's just crowds and crowds of people. We went back in December of 2022 um, yeah. for, for a conference. And there was a, a line a mile long that we sat in and to try to get into the place. Um, and a, a prayer, an answered prayer right there is through my hardship of not talking about our story yeah i prayed and prayed and prayed god please send me somebody that i could talk to because in my heart i my i should never have felt this way but i did and it's just how my reaction was that i was afraid to talk to people because no one's going to believe my story um i prayed and prayed and prayed and when we went back in december there's a car in front of us with pennsylvania license plates now this is in tennessee 13 yeah. hours away Wow. Um, pull up. There's a car from Pennsylvania in front of us. I'm like, who could this be from Pennsylvania? We yeah. followed them in, parked right next to them. I get out of the car. The woman gets out of the car. And I was like, hey, we're from Pennsylvania. Where are you from? And she's like, Berwick, Pennsylvania. I was like, what? You have got to be kidding me. From the same hometown that I'm from, I'm like, you are an answered prayer. And that right there was God's timing to meet somebody from Pennsylvania in Tennessee at Global Vision Bible Church. I prayed and prayed for somebody to talk to. And now I'm, I'm in contact with her all the time. And that led me to other people who, you know, 
are doing deliverance right in my hometown. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes multiple, multiple times now. Mm, mm, mm. Answered prayer. God work. If you don't believe, like oh. it's impossible to pull up yeah. next to somebody from your hometown. And I know I, I you can't, you can't change my mind otherwise. Nope. No, no. I had a guest one time. Um, she, she was praying and, you know, she was asking God, you know, just show me a sign, you know, mm -hmm. show me a sign that you're with me, that you're here, you know, and I, I guess we all get doubts sometime, you know. And so I guess she was having some doubts and she went out in her yard after she got done praying and she was digging and, you know, trying to plant some flowers and she feels something hard and she digs a little deeper and she looks, she picks it up. It's a Jesus figurine, one of those little Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. That was her sign, right? That was, that was her sign. He was like, I'm with you. <laughs> Even in this yeah. little figurine here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he'll he'll reveal himself to us. Oh, yeah. And to anybody, if they're willing, you know? Yeah, and that's a whole... I mean, just on this journey, my just learning, and I have to, and I did. I, on Monday, on Monday when we talked and I prayed, of getting over the fear of man. Yeah. Having the fear of God instead. There's a lot of critics out there. There's a lot of unbelief out there. There's a lot of people who might look down on on us with our stories and me and my story. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care. I, I fear God more than I fear man now. And that's that was the whole learning process, a whole learning curve, not worrying what, about what people think. My story is real. It's true. I do not lie. I've never been a liar. Um, yeah, so that I can attest to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I fear God more than I fear man, and that's that's where we all should be, mm -hmm. not worrying about what other people think. Amen. Yeah, and the more you think like that, the better you become because when you live, Tom talks about this a lot. I don't want to live in the world. I don't. I don't want to live. I want to live in the world, but I don't want to live of the world. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's all learning too. When you're trying to, you know, feed the flesh and all your desires and pleasures and you, you're human. Yes, you have those. But once you, once you realize Jesus is real and he's, you know, with you every single day, you live for him, not for others and not trying to, you know, feed the flesh like we we had said and that's There's so hard. many influences out there and now now when i you know talk to people or visit people i'm just like i have to keep my mouth shut because there's so many alerts going off that i'm different i'm changed there's so many things of the world that people do and say and i just am staying at peace knowing that jesus is with me and you know not being of the world yeah, right. And um, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it, you have to constantly say, okay, I shouldn't be doing that. You yeah. know, where before I never realized that, you know, I, mm -hmm. I didn't think like that. But now I think, oh, I'm not going to say that. God doesn't right. want me to say that. I'm not going to do that. God doesn't want me to do that. You know, so it's like now it's a whole nother 
me and a whole nother relationship. Like you said, I believed in God for a long time, for far back as I can remember, you know, um, believed in God, but it's different now. Yeah. Different. Yeah. So uh, tell everybody how um, they can get a hold of you if they need um, financial advising or anything like that. And um, if they had more questions about deliverance, is there an email or how can they get a hold of you? Yeah. So my business name is Summer Hill Financial Coaching. Um, they could look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, and my email is summerhillfinancialcoaching at gmail.com. And my number is 570-520-0848. If they're interested in learning more about coaching, um, learning how to properly properly manage your, your hard-earned income, not going to debt, to pay off debt, to save for college, save um, for a house, how to properly pay for a house, how much should you, how much should your mortgage be, whatever situation. I meet people right where they're at with their finances and there's no two clients the same. So I meet them where they're at and, and go from there. And whether they know it or not, sometimes it's an easy solution, isn't it? I'm sorry. I said, whether they know it or not, sometimes there's an easy solution, isn't there? Yeah. So personal finance is 80% behavior. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get in trouble or just make decisions um, based on, yeah, it's behavior. So I teach how to change your behavior. Say like take restaurants, for example, a lot of people spend money just on going out to eat where if they put that money somewhere else, it, it, they just learn how to manage much better. Mm -hmm. And um, I know people, they get like a Starbucks every day. Like, do you really, do you really need a Starbucks every day? <laughs> like, you know how much money people would save if they would just, you know, stop spending $5 for a coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your coffee at home and put it in a, a Starbucks cup, and then you could think like you got it. <laughs> and that's that, that's of the flesh, you know. You don't be content. Be content with what you have and not spending money and you know irresponsibly, or you could just put it somewhere else. That makes much more sense. Yeah. Than a five dollar Starbucks coffee. <laughs> I agree. Not knocking Starbucks because, hey, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's it's um, I think it's crazy, but teach his own behavior. It's behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Now I will go out and buy an extra pink shirt. If I <laughs> yeah, I've got to learn to stop doing that. <laughs> clothes shopping is a big one to restaurants and yeah. clothes shopping for us women, especially That's one thing when I change, you, you see the layers coming off like. I don't shop anymore. I don't have many desires to even go to the mall. I just don't do it anymore. And my husband and I, we're saving. We're saving and just do things much differently. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, um, that's our show for today. But, um, man, it was great seeing you because I don't get to see you as much. So fun. And it was great um, hearing your story. I, I couldn't wait because I know... God said to me, you're going to help so many people that listen to this show and, and, and they're going to be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, wow, that woman 
help me because now I know what's going on or now I know what I should do. Yeah. Right. And that, that movie, they're going to be streaming it worldwide starting in June. It's called Come Out in Jesus' Name. Um, and it just explains what went on, what's been going on. And there's many, 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 there's thousands now of pastors that have been, you know, taught and taking it back to their churches. And their people are not coming to church suffering and oppressed every week after week. They're being set free of what is afflicting them. Yeah. And it's the enemy. It's the enemy. Yeah. He's a, and if, we, I mean, if you read the back of the book, the back of the Bible, it's... It says what's going to happen to him. So put your hope in Jesus and, and and know that the enemy's defeated. Yeah. So, and if you're on the fence about Jesus, Satan owns the fence too. So keep that in mind. Don't be on the fence. You go <laughs> make a choice, you know, he's the healer. He's the savior. He's the deliverer. Absolutely. So don't ride the fence. Get right. on board. <laughs> yeah. And it's easy it's easy to just call his name, you know, God's name. It, it's so easy, you know. Um, it, it, if we just did it and and just gave it a try, like, okay, I know um, somebody said to me the one time, uh, octopus. Oh, did you ever try octopus? I was like, no, no, and I don't want to try that. You know, my friend was like, why? Why wouldn't you try it? Because you might like it, right? And so I say the same thing about, you know, Jesus, just give it a try, right? And one thing that really stands out to me too is what the Bible says. So hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus, it explains how, what the Savior is going to be like, what's, what's going to happen, how is he going to die? It's all written way before Jesus was even on earth. Then Jesus came and it shows you in the gospels what happened and they line up. How is that possible? How is that possible? It's, it's absolutely impossible. Yeah. Impossible. A lot of, a lot of his coming and you know, how he's going to come is in Psalms way before Jesus even yeah. came. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how, how could you not see that? Like it's, it's, if you start to investigate, then you'll realize, okay, this is real. You know, there was a time where people thought the world was flat. I mean, it sounds crazy, but people thought the world was flat. And then they realized after more and more people said, hey, the world isn't flat. The world is round. And then people started to say, wow, okay. So the same for Jesus, you know. The, the evidence is there. The proof is there that he was real, you know, and that God is real. And it's all there. So all they got to do is just go check it out, right? Yeah. And people who try to, you know, say, no, it's not true and tried to prove that it's not true, turned and like, oh, it is true. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> you can't yeah. disprove it. You can't disprove yeah. it. I know people who believe just, just based on that. Um, it can't be disproven. It cannot be disproven. I mean, and this is, I'm going to end with this. If you just look at the human body alone, we are breathing because God allows us to breathe. The right amount of oxygen is in the air. Otherwise we'd be dead. A centimeter 
one way or the other and we'd be dead. Yeah. So how could you not know that something far greater than us that made us? He designed us perfectly the way he wanted. In his image, he designed us. Perfectly in his image, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. And I am so glad you got the courage to do this because I know it took a lot. I know. Thank you for the courage and for helping me. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not here anymore. I want to shout from the rooftops. And I just want to, yeah, I'm not afraid of man anymore. So, yeah. Good. I'm, <laughs> I good. God, like I said. I'm yeah, glad. So it's all good. Yeah. All right, Janet, have a great day. It was you great um, being with you. And um, thank you again. Love you. God bless you. Wow, that was a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, this is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Thank you for being here. And I want to say thank you. I was lost and you found me. I was dead inside and you breathed into me. And you brought these bones alive. Open arms